0: into or that we tell ourselves. He says those three lies about ourselves are these. The first one is I am what I do. The second lie is I am what other people say about me. And the third lie is I am what I have. I am what I do. I am what others say about me. And I am what I have. Now, the thing about these lies is we don't necessarily buy into all of them or believe all of them, but my guess is if you sat here for a little while and thought about it, you would find probably that one of those lies perhaps resonates with you more so than the other two, that one of those lies is perhaps one that you wrestle with in your own life as well. And what's interesting is that in the scripture reading that we have today from the Gospel of Matthew, we see Jesus, of course, tempted three times. And each of those temptations correspond with one of these lies of identity that all of us can struggle with as well. So what we're going to do is look at those lies a little bit more, and then, of course, look at what Jesus says. And perhaps in that, we can also find a way for ourselves to be able to loosen up the hold that a particular lie might have on us. So we're going to start with the lie that says, I am what I do. Now, if that one resonates with you, it's probably because what's important to you is self-sufficiency, being able to take care of things for yourself, as well as autonomy. And you want to be the very best person that you can be. You're likely also a very busy person, busy all of the time because the lie that you tell yourself is the busier you are, the better you are, the more worth that you have. People who struggle with this lie might find these kinds of statements resonate with them. I am the income that I earn or I am the titles that I hold or the awards that I have received. I am my degree. I am what I have achieved. In our scripture reading for today, the tempter said to Jesus, if you're the son of God, command these stones to become bread. In other words, if you are the son of God, then prove it. Show these other people your power. Demonstrate. Show people who you really are. Do something about it. Now that next lie is, I am what others say about me. If this is a lie that might resonate with you, your concern is always for other people. And that's a good thing, right? To be connected with other people and to be concerned about other people. But sometimes the concern that you have is about what they might think about you or what it is that they will say about you. And when you buy into that, often that can overwhelm who you are, it can overwhelm your own self so much so that you might be willing to sacrifice your very self just for the sake of others. In this lie, statements like this might sound familiar. I am what is expected of me, or I am my social status, or I am my circle of friends. In this lie, the tempter said to Jesus, well, if you're the son of God, then throw yourself down, for as it is written, God will lift you up. In other words, if God really loves you, then I dare you to go ahead and test it. Jump and see if God really will protect you. Find out if other people and if your God really loves you as much as you hope. And then the final lie that we have that we tell ourselves is I am what I have. In that case, this is for those of us where security is very important to us. Security as well as loyalty to one another. And as a result, what you have and what you possess is what gives you your identity. Again, the more you have in this lie, the more you believe you are worth, or so you think. This lie might sound like this. I am the house that I own, or I am the car that I drive. I'm the cool new gadgets or the fancy labels or the expensive tequila. I am my bank account. In the final temptation that we heard Jesus go through in our scripture reading, the tempter took him to a high, high mountain where he could see all of the kingdoms and all of the splendor of the land. And of course, what he said was, I'm going to give all of this to you. All you have to do is worship me. In other words, if God is pleased with you, then show people how much God is pleased with you. Get as much as you possibly can. Show other people the security that you have, for this is a symbol of God's pleasure. And all you have to do, of course, is worship me instead of God. In each temptation, Jesus faced down that lie. That's the way we can look at it. In response to that lie that said, I am what I do, Jesus said, I've got nothing to prove. And instead of doing something, what Jesus did was nothing. And for those of us who might struggle with this lie, that's what we too can do. Absolutely nothing. You see, the answer to this lie that I am what I do lies in finding time in our lives to intentionally be still, to carve out times in our busyness, to intentionally do nothing at all. And when we take time for stillness, then what we'll discover is that we are beloved because God says we're beloved. Not because of anything that we've done for ourselves, but because of what God has done. Now, in response to that second lie that Satan gave Jesus, I am what others think of me, Jesus again said, I've got nothing to prove. For after all, the truth is that we all belong to God. Now, for those of us who struggle with this lie, our best response is to find time for solitude in our lives, to actually find time to not be with those people that we care so much about and spend time with ourselves alone, except, of course, we're not alone. We are in God's presence. And in the solitude, as we sit simply but firmly in God's presence, what, presence, what we can begin to discover is that God doesn't attach any strings to our relationship with him. And what we'll discover is the truth of the matter is the most important relationship that we can possibly have is the relationship we have with God. And it's in that relationship that we are reminded over and over again that we belong. And then finally, there's that third lie in which we believe that we can only be what we have. We know that Jesus turned his back on the tempter. In This lie and proclaim the only thing necessary is to worship and to serve God Jesus knew that this is the act that pleases God and Jesus also of course knew that God is pleased with us simply because God chooses to be pleased with us For us to hear this for those of us who might struggle with this lie in order for us to begin to live into the truth What we need is a time of silence in our lives we need to be able to turn away and turn off all of those other distractions that get in our way so that we can listen, truly listen for the voice of God. And in the silence, what we're going to discover is the voice says to us, I am what you need. God will say to us, I am everything that you need, all you need to have is is me, and it is my great pleasure to give this to you. It is my pleasure to give to you all that you need. So, just like Jesus, we too might enter into a time of wilderness, and we also can confront the lie that tries to live in our lives as well during our wilderness times. Now, I know depending on which lie is the one that tries to live in you to ask you to to uh, specifically and consciously enter into a time of either stillness or solitude or silence, that's hard work. That is not easy work. It's, It's hard work to do those kinds of things in order to stand up to that lie that tries to claim you. It's easier rather than enter into a time of stillness and do nothing. It's easier to go on being busy. Or it's easier to go on being concerned about what other people are thinking or saying rather than to find time to be alone with just God. Or it's easier to keep accumulating things that we think will make us secure rather than to be silent and to listen for what God has to say. But if we, just like Jesus, are willing to go out into the wilderness, if we're willing to face these lies, if we're willing to begin to carve just a little bit of time out of our daily lives in order to find and to face the truth of God's belovedness for us, we indeed will discover that we are blessed and that we are beloved just as we are. Don't need to do anything else in order to be blessed and loved by God. It's not always easy for us to believe this, and it's even harder for us to live into it, but it is the truth, and it is really the only truth that matters. And this truth is the good news of Jesus Christ. Amen.